You rap. Open it up. Not a rap. Real rap, raw. Yeah, I need a beat. I need a beat. I'm in the streets doing what I did. I'm not. in the streets. Yo, can I finish my song, bro? Why, why would you lie like that? <laughs> yo, yo, run that back. Run that back. He ruined me, bro. Run that back. He's back. lying already, first uh, bar? Run that back. Run that back. Forget what he boom, said. Boom, 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 boom. Ah. I'm in the streets Like I know I am I am the keys Like I do I am I'm in the sheets With your girl from Can Boon Basketball Like a swoon Shooting that three No hoops Ah uh, Ah uh, Yeah that's all shooting I got. it There's no hoops <laughs> <laughs> This guy said shooting that three No hoops What are you talking about nigga? Listen, man, I'm good. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. I'm good. I'm here. I'm happy. It's Saturday. What day is today? May 13th. Oh, your birthday's coming up. Yeah, a couple days. Just I'll took it in. Returning 67. Yeah. You know, joining yeah. these guys in the old age. Are we doing anything for your birthday? I don't have anything planned, but, you know, just keep your schedule open. You know I, mean? wow, yeah. I got you. I got you. I was thinking about doing a dinner, actually. What do you guys think about that? I'm down. Like, invite you. Invite I'll you. pick the place. Actually, no, you can pick the place. Your birthday. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take over his birthday. Said, I'll pick the place with some, with some authority. Right there. <laughs> it's your, it comes once a year. You know, right? <laughs> I'll pick the place. I'm just say it better be a good place, though. I don't like bad food. Then don't come. He's gonna cuss you out on your birthday. That's that's what like, the, like I know who not to invite. This is a moxie type of nigga, you know. I'm not no moxie type of nigga. Don't, don't do me like He's that. He's a D chill, spot type chill, of nigga. Chill. I would never right. go to a place called D spot. But we need a. <laughs> <laughs> I just took it in. <laughs> Yo, don't kill me. Bad that place actually has some dope shit, but they, like, they have just, great, like, come on, great desserts. Come on, how can I do that on my birthday, fam? That's how, that's a regular, regular, regular shit. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. right. You know, you know they're making a new Shrek. Really? Did you hear about that? <laughs> yeah, I did. Number, number four. Number five. Five. Number five. I haven't seen number four. Cinco. Number five. Yeah, Shrek that's is Spanish. Unpopular opinion, or it could be a popular opinion. Greatest. Cartoon or animated franchise? Cap. Shrek. Cap. I don't think there's anything better. What do you call it? Are we talking movies or just animated? Animated, animated movies. Yeah, movies. Movies. Because it only had. It only had. I would say, either Toy Story. Or Lion King. Lion King was so, no, no, no. Damn, there's Lion Shrek King. Is one million times better than Lion King. I don't care what people say. People, that's nostalgia. That's nostalgia talking. It is nostalgia. Shrek is also nostalgia. No, Shrek is an actual good, funny movie. I could watch it right now. I, I could watch that right now. I could watch Lion King right now too. Lion King is right not that like. Don't get me wrong. I loved it as a kid, but you you grow up. It's not that good of a movie. How many niggas named themselves Simba fam? Well, that's how many niggas. How many niggas named themselves Shrek a donkey? Only you alive. <laughs> Only you. <laughs> Yo, Fiona. Who calls himself Fiona? I had a, Fiona, I had a crush on Fiona. Fiona was cute. Not He's a, an ogre, literally. Not, not just an ogre. She's literally an ogre. So in her human form. Now I know your type, eh? Say like, I like what I like. You know, he, likes, like the, like. he likes when they turn turn their, their style around, you know? Mm. Go from ogre to beauty. He knows. He knows. <laughs> he knows. Okay. You're in your Shrek form right now? I don't know, 100%. 100%. 
Nigga, you're the one in green, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm wearing shirt colors, man. Don't kill me. You know what's crazy about that that film series, though? They had so many, like, items made. Material items. Shrek backpack. Oh. Shrek fucking food. Shrek cereal. Shrek everything, fam. Shrek socks. Because it's a great franchise. Shrek computers, man. They came out with a movie recently. A spinoff Shrek of, lights. what's his name? The Boots. The Push and Boots. Oh, yeah. And it was a great movie. That's I a, watched that movie. That was the second movie, right? I don't know. That was a spinoff. Yeah. No, but that was their, that was not the first one. The first spinoff of... I, I don't know. Pretty sure it was. It was like 20, 2011. I don't remember. No, but they recently came out with another one. Oh, another... Where Donkey's that? getting a spinoff. How are they going to make a spinoff? The Shrek 5's coming up. Well, they're all, it's going to be like a universe. Like a... Oh, Marvel and Shrek. <laughs> like all of, them, all of them coming together, Let's bro. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, he has kids now. Shrek's kids? Yeah, he has kids. They're in the they're in the movie. They're gonna be in the fifth movie. They're probably gonna be teenagers. He had kids number three though. Yeah, but by I men like in the fifth movie, they're probably gonna be older, older now. You know, there's gonna be a group gotcha. of them niggas in the swamp. In the swamp. In the swamp. Pause. A group I love of how you disgusted. I'm actually so so turned off by this conversation right now. I don't like, like how you repeat the swamp. Fuck, uh, uh, like, <laughs> but that's what he's that's what he's known for to be like a swamp. No, but you sound like a pervert when you say swamp. But that's where he lives, fam. Yo, Yo, you know what, man? Where else can you get a conversation with three grown men talking about Shrek? Well, I talk about Shrek you know, Shrek in my own time. <laughs> beautiful. This is beautiful, man. This 100%. is what the Coffee Break podcast is all about, guys. But it is, it is the best animated machine of all time. 100%. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Let's, let's change gears to basketball. What did you guys like the Knicks and Heat game last night? It was game six, so series over. I'm just happy because the team that beat us is in the conference final. We didn't get beat by no chumps. We got beat by a real team. Such a funny way. To I'm work. just saying, Milwaukee <laughs> fans, we just lost Bud too. But you, you know, you know something that's very interesting. Yeah, this could be a rematch of the bubble. Yeah, no cap. Actually, like, the fact that the Heat are in the conference finals right now, we just need to take a moment to realize how crazy that is. Because they had such a dud of a season, a regular season, and on top of that, they lost their second best player in the first round. That's what I'm saying. So the fact that they're even here. We need to really start considering Eric Spolstra as one of the greatest coaches ever. And Pat Riley. And Pat Riley is one of the greatest GMs ever. Yeah. And Jimmy Butler. Does this... Okay, the question I have is, with this win in this series, and he's been out for a couple... What, he, he missed one game, was it? Yeah. In the Knicks series so game. far? Second game. Does this put him in the conversations with the Jason Tatums and the Damian Lillards and those it's, guys? It's so weird to me, bro. Because I know, like, off of logic, I know they're better. Mm-hmm. I know Jason Tatum is a better basketball player than Jimmy Butler. Is he? But is he? in my honest opinion, right? If I was in a basketball game mm-hmm. and I needed one shot, I'm passing the ball to Jimmy Butler. Me too. I just, I, like, I know, like, he just plays with a different level of ferocity and mm-hmm. just, like, hustle. Like, you want that type of person on your team. Exactly. Like, he is willing this team to the conference finals. And I know his team is great. I'm not saying they're not working hard. But it's, I just find it so interesting that Somebody who is an like all star level in the normal season kicks it up to like a superstar in yeah. the middle, like nowhere. We only know? really see this from like the likes of like LeBron James, you know, Kevin Durant. Yeah. Well, so we used to see it from Kevin Durant, I would say. Oh, relax. But <laughs> on the flip side of this whole this whole series too, like we, we have to start considering Jalen Brunson as the best point guard in the East. Well, yeah. I mean, like obviously James Harden's there, like we, we know that, but like the the fact that he puts up these numbers consistently yeah. and can lead his team to success, high level success, you know, like we have to start really considering surrounding him with the cast that he would need 
to succeed instead of like finding a star. The Knicks, are, the Knicks are very well structured. Yeah. I, I personally think they should really consider getting rid of Julius Randle at this oh, point. Oh, you're wild. Because... You agree with that, Mukhtar? Stephen A was yelling like that all... I think he's a great player, but like he, he has some... He has some personal issues that are a detriment to that team. I don't know, man. I, I would agree, though. I think detriment to the team. I think this this generation of basketball are so much like, oh, they're not working out. Let's ship them somewhere else. Why don't you just work on he? You know he's a great talent. Why don't you just work on him and make sure that he fixes this little defects in his if game? He was a, if he was a you know he's gonna be great. If he was a relatively young player, I would I would make he's sense. He's not old. He's in his seventh year, fam. Going on his eighth year. He's like 26. What are you, the fam? Yeah, that's he's, not he's old. old? Than us. He's older than us. What is he? He's like 28. He's like 28. That's not old in basketball. He's, not he's old? in the he's in the he's in the prime of his career. Yeah, you know? that's but there's so many little little things he can do he's to get. He's not getting better from the here. only thing I'd say is you can fix a broken jump shot. You can't fix personality. Yeah, that's What's exactly. The, so he, you're saying he has a? He seems like he, he has personal issues. I, I personally think it's some kind of an anger issue or some kind of a, a, an anxiety issue that's going on with him that makes him it affects his game and to the point where they, it's a detriment to the team. He's their second best player. Part yeah. of the time, he just seems out of the game. He doesn't he, seem mentally that he's so many there. times in what? the regular season. There's been clips of him shouting at teammates, blowing up on referees. Just crazy anger. Okay. And it's just like, you know, it's unnecessary. Just just having emotion mm-hmm. does not make you... No. It's not emotion, bro. It's different. It's it's not, this it's sound, from what you're describing, it just sounds like he's playing with a lot of emotion. There there was a specific play where the Knicks, I think they the Heat scored in game five. Yeah. And the Knicks were passing up the ball. The ball got stolen. There was... Julius Hearn didn't cross half court yet. Yeah. He was still relatively around. Okay. He didn't run back. The Heat scored because they outnumbered the Knicks. He was, he was, and then the camera showed he was walking still around the three point line. Mm-hmm. That honest, that's the type of thing. It's not like he's showing too much emotion. Yeah, it just seems like he's out of it. He's not there. It seems to me that he's only about his right now. Mellow, not even mellow, bro. Like it's it's worse than that. I would say, Mellow was. I feel like Mellow thought too highly of himself. Yeah, I think Julius Randall isolated himself from this team okay somehow they they have they have a good core they have camaraderie on the team i see them dapping up on the bench and shit like that okay. but julius randall never gets engaged with them I have, I have a question i have a question for you though and i just want to connect this to later mm-hmm. like earlier what we were talking about mm-hmm. so i understand he there's defects in this game okay and the point that mukhtar was making it's more along it's not a skill set it's more of a, it's a mindset right Effort, yeah. yeah but do you not think that he deserves a second chance well, this is what his third season there. This is fourth, fourth season there. But he had a great first couple of seasons, no? No, where no. he the, before Jalen Brunson was there. No, I wouldn't say he had a great. He, he had all right numbers, and but he he was not the catalyst to take this team anywhere. Mm. Jalen Brunson came, and they became a playoff team. He had a solid twenty twenty one playoff run, yeah. and then twenty twenty two last year, there the Knicks were non non existent. But you're not gonna pick up somebody like Julius Randle again, like he is. Yeah, and his name is Pascal Siakam. Oh, relax. Are you talking about the Raptors? Trade. Yeah. Trade. They need Siakam there. <laughs> the I like that. Blowing up anyway. I like that spot yeah, no. for Siakam. If Julius Randle can't hold it together, because I personally think Julius Randle is a better player than Siakam, mm-hmm. or can be. You know, even the numbers don't show it. But the effort he gives yeah. and the mindset he has while on this team right now is definitely cancerous to this team. Let's, let's go to the next series, um, Philly and Boston. 
Game best. seven is tomorrow, Sunday. The best two words in basketball. Game seven. I knew you were going to say that. I love to hear that. <laughs> That's going to be a great game. I, I can't wait. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be at the edge of my seat. This is really going to be a legacy-defining game for James Harden. James Harden? He's not the best player there. He's not the best player there, but he has the most to prove in my No, opinion. the person who has the most, like, like what you want, what's that word I'm looking for? <clears throat> Expectation? Yeah, the most expectation is Joel Embiid. He just won the MVP. No. He is Joel supposedly still, the best player in basketball. He, the thing is, he has time on his clock to go get that one. Yeah, James Harden does not have the same Why would the either. second best player have that much of a defining game? He's the He's second best. He's a two-time MVP winner. A two-time He's or one-time? One-time. One-time, yeah. Yeah. Should be a two-time, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> but he's a former MVP. Um, uh, he was... The closest to taking out the Warriors from championship contention. Like, he's proven himself to be on a caliber that yeah. Joel Embiid is on, or even he has surpassed what Joel Embiid is currently at right now, at a certain okay. point of his career. On top of the fact that he's already been to a finals in 2012, and he doesn't have much of his uh, career left in front of him. So, yeah. if he doesn't snag a ring, he's going to be on, when, when we're talking about him after his career is mm-hmm. done, we're going to be talking about him like we talk about. Vince Carter, Chasey McGrady, yeah, no, I'm Charles not, I'm Barkley. Not that, but I don't know? think... It's going to be a huge stain on his career. It's the superstar that has to, to have this on their back. It's not I think that Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid has the, more of an expectation to do better in Game 7. Yeah. But I think for their careers, right? And for the narrative that's currently ongoing right now, James Harden is more scrutinized if they lose. Possibly. I personally would I just that. think that if the MVP doesn't perform well, it's like... That is like the well, biggest thing. Uh, well, it's not like Yoke. Their the counterpart Yoke just had a crazy. But game. this is this is not about. Right? Their, it's not. It's not the expectations on their counting stats. It's the expectations on their actual legacy, right? Mm-hmm. James Harden has been in the career. He's been in the NBA for what five years longer than Joel Embiid. Seven years longer than Joel Embiid. So he has an expiring clock in front of him. Was it two thousand nine to two thousand fourteen? Right. Yeah. So what, like a five year five year difference. Yeah. Okay. So his clock's expiring, and all his counterparts, all his peers, have one, right? You have. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, LeBron James. Dame doesn't. Dame's, I mean, Dame's a little bit after James Harden. 2012. Yeah, but I think they're in the same, like, you know. I would say so. Dame's Dame's like a small little tad bit behind them. He's more of a newer guy than they are. He has a little bit more ahead of him. But James Harden, he's he's really going to be, if he gets a championship this year, not only does he have a chance to be highly regarded on the all-time list, but he could snag a finals MVP. He could play well enough to be... He could play better than Joel Embiid in the do you, finals. Do you think he would take the third spot of best shooting guard of all time over Dwayne Wade? I think he's better than Dwayne Wade all time. But right, He's not higher all I time. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. He, if he won a championship, there would be a good debate between him or Dwayne Wade. All time? Yeah. No. Dwayne Wade... People will always see Dwayne Wade as better because he led a team to a championship. And James Harden didn't. The 06 team. So who do you guys have winning that? Boston and... I have Philly. I want Philly to win. I I know I'm wearing green right now, but there's no team I despise more than those fucking Boston Celtics, bro. (laughs) I love the guys, but the city, the people, the organization, the franchise, even the colors, they don't deserve to wear green. It should be reserved for Milwaukee. I'm on Philly. (laughs) I don't don't, don't like... (laughs) Let's go to Denver and uh, the Suns first, and then I'll go to... Denver has proven to me that Kevin Durant is worse than Steph Curry. Nah. Yep. Nah. Yep. I like this Denver team. I was, I'm was, i 100% going to say it on camera. I was wrong about them. I completely thought that they were a dud of a team. They had no reliable guys, and Jokic was a fraud. 
I was wrong. I'm going to say that on Yo, camera. Was it, was it last week that I was saying that Denver is that team? I think both of you guys are like, oh, there's no good second player. Oh, no, good. Yeah, well, we were talking about them winning at all in that context. Fair. You know, I don't. I still don't think they they can beat the Lakers. I think they can. I don't think they can. But anywho. But Kevin Durant's not better than Steph Curry now because Jokic proved that. And Devin Booker, I'm not gonna lie, he's a sorry ass nigga. No. Show up to the he's media great, day. Great man. I mean, he's a great on the he's court. Great. He's great on the court. But to be considered as like a Kobe-like player, you gotta be able to handle criticism. And this is the second year in a row now he's running away from the media when he loses in a big time game. I don't think that has anything to do with their basketball ability though. I don't I don't care what, the, I don't care how about, you It's not about his basketball ability. It's just about how he's regarded, you know? He's not going to be considered in the class of Kobe Bryant. Just because he doesn't talk to the media? Yes. But yes. I, I judge people based on what they produce on the basketball court. It's not just about that. That's what it is it's for not, me. If, if you want to I don't care how they talk about how they talk to ESPN. You brother, think I care about that? Brother, if you're running from the cameras when the lights are bright, then you're not cut like that. No that's, matter who you are. That's fair. But when I, when I talk about great basketball players, I don't talk about what they do outside of the basketball court. You know? That's but I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, that's fair. But I'm just talking about right now, though. Right fair. now, everybody's laughing and clowning him because fair. he ran from the media. Like Dylan Brooks, right? Exactly. They're okay. saying, how are we going to roast Dylan Brooks and not roast this nigga? Fair. Yeah. Fair. Do you, see, do you guys see Denver coming out of the West? No. Yeah. No chance. Okay. 100%. Give me, give me a reasoning. I just, I just, I've told you this last week. I just think they're a very well-structured team. When I, when I watch Denver basketball, mm -hmm. it's what every coach would love for their team to be. How are they going to stop Anthony Davis, though? How are they going to stop Jokic? How are Anthony they going to stop Jamal Murray? How are Anthony they gonna... Davis is going to stop Jokic. I, I promise think, you that. I, think, I, think, I think Jokic is a better player than Anthony Davis. I think, sir, yeah, I think is, Anthony Davis... I'm wrong. I think Anthony Davis is defensively, I think, right now one of the best in best the league. league. But I just don't think with all the weapon, like the like the weaponry that what you call it, Jokic has, there's no stopping him. If 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 you want to stop him, he passes it to the right person. If you can't stop him, he scores fifty. Like there's no. He's there's not scoring fifty on AD, fam. All right, last series before we wrap up the basketball talks: Lakers and Warriors. Wrap that series up for me. I think personally, the Lakers are just a stronger defensive team. It came down to open shots being made. And the Warriors, Clay Thompson specifically, couldn't handle the heat. You know what? I agree. I'm not going to lie. As a Warriors it, it fan, sucks. you agree? It, no, I'm not a Warriors fan. You're a Curry fan. I'm a Clay and Steph fan. You're just a Curry fan. No, I don't, I don't like anybody. Actually, I like Draymond a little. But I'm, you I, like Draymond? Other, yeah, I like his no podcast. Way. I like his podcast. The Draymond Green show? Fam, the Jordan Shout Poole. Shout the Draymond Green show. We need to do a collab. I think Jordan Poole finessed the world. 140 mil next I think year. he finessed the world. I don't think he's that guy. I, I just, I don't think, I think they, they had hopes for him to be part of the new Splash Bros. You know, this is the second coming of Steph Curry. If we mm -hmm. kind of make him great, he can be that person for us. No. He doesn't have what it takes. I disagree. He he has no basketball IQ. Yeah. He's yeah. on the court for no reason. He has no awareness. For no reason. Fam. He can shoot them. He can shoot them. Yeah. But he he he's like J.R. Smith. He, all he knows is contested basketball shots. You know. We're not about to sit here and roast Jr. Man. Fam. So no, Jr. Is I'm not saying he's not great, but what I'm J he's minding his own business of golf. Golf. Fair. What I'm saying is, this guy is attracted to contested shots and i don't I'll understand you, why i'll tell you this i 100 percent agree with you you are 100 percent on the money but the reason why i'm not so quick to judge his his performance this year in that regard for the future is because he's so young you know and he has so much time to 
get better as time goes on. Mm-hmm. And and there's two factors that I really uh, have faith in that are going to make him a good player. He's playing behind the greatest point guard of all time. Sure. He's playing behind one of the greatest coaches of all time. Those two factors right there equate to better ball IQ. You know, know if that, he bro. spends time on it, he has... I think Steve Kerr is overrated, but keep going. Yeah. So just final... <laughs> we could go into that for another 20 minutes, but... Lakers, Nuggets... Final thoughts. Denver's winning. Denver's winning. In what? In six. Okay, how about you? Lakers in seven. And then um, you guys both said Philly's going to come out of that Yeah, Philly's coming out. And then who do you guys see Heat, uh, Philly then? I don't know, man. I don't I'm know. I'm taking Heat. Heat? How about you? <sighs> the Heat just are different, bro. I'm undecided. Let me leave it at that. The heater. No, you have to. You have to pick. I'm undecided though. Like I can't make, make final picks. Do you have a coin I could flip? Like I don't know. I Philly just. I, is I'm more talented. It. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But Miami is just hungrier. They're hungry, bro. When yeah. I see them, they just they just look different. Okay, so we could, we can leave it at that then. Um, no, but there it seems like there's a lot of interesting stories that are coming out of the the NBA. Mm-hmm. A lot of players that have had a long careers to this point and it seems like the last the last four teams right now Joel Embiid, uh, Jokic, James Harden they have all had a lot on their jacket a lot of media turmoil put on them but they just they all needed a fresh start so keeping uh, keeping that in mind James Harden, Anthony Davis got to new teams and seems like they re- hit the reset button yeah do you guys believe in that, though? Do you guys believe in people getting second chances? Yeah. You know what? It di- and, and the fact that we were just talking about Jordan Poole right now is a good segue to this because he's somebody that deserves a second chance because of his age. Okay. And, and the reason why I say that is because there's been time and time again, if you look at the history of the NBA, it's players who had rough starts to their career, didn't know what their placement was, tried their best to make it work, and then still ended up having Hall of Fame-worthy careers. It's happened time and time again. And the fact that Jordan Poole's already exceptional at something in basketball, which is shooting, there's room for actual greatness Mm -hmm. there because he's playing behind the greatest shooter of all time, you know? So with that being said, I think the Warriors would be, they would be completely, they would be taking the biggest L if they got rid of Jordan Poole now Mm -hmm. because they just committed to him financially, he has yeah, yeah. a four-year contract okay. on the on the horizon, yeah. and if they lose him, then they really have to hit the reset button, like in terms of everything. Mm-hmm. So he deserves a second chance, I would say. I, I totally agree. I, I think he does deserve a second chance, but I I don't think what's wrong with him is not his basketball skills. I think it's all up in his mental. Like he he needs like some form of a class or some form of a teaching from somebody who is has the highest of basketball IQ, mm-hmm. which is a lot of bummer. I feel like Draymond is very intelligent. I feel like Steph is super. Like I don't understand why he is not that great of a basketball player when it comes to his mind. Like he's, bro, the resources around you is he's so. Only, he's only within his few first years. So but bro, you're around Steph and Curry, bro. You're around Draymond Green. These guys are wizards. Like I they, look at it like this though. Like those are experienced veteran people you know in in and not just in basketball too in life too you know like in in, in the situation of, of second chances age can be a real real factor of somebody either not getting a fair shake or putting uh, some kind of imprint on their character yeah. that is you know unreasonable or, un, or unwanted and then time can go on and then they can really earn I that second that. chance no but 
that's why history is important, brother. It's because you get to, you don't have to experience these firsthand. You can learn from the mistakes of other people in order to understand why whatever you're doing is wrong. But on the, on the flip side of that, I feel like you learn best when you make mistakes. Don't you think so? But you can also, you're fair. No, I'm not denying that. Mm. But you should know if X and B equals this, mm. that for another person, you get to see it in firsthand view. You know let, what I mean? Let me, let me take, it's bigger than just basketball, right? Yeah. Um, let me give you as a scenario. Imagine your older brother or older sister is sitting down with you yeah. and tells you, this is what I've been through my first job. Yeah. These are the type of characters I've come across mm -hmm. and this is how I dealt with it. Just because you had that experience, would you be able to go into a corporate environment and when those same problems come along, would you be able to handle it just because you were given some answers? Not really though, because it's not the same experience, right? It's a similar experience, yeah. but every time, okay, when you're faced in a situation, it's not going to be identically or it's not going to be identical to this, someone else's experience, right? Fair, yeah. Even if you guys are in the same environment, it's going to be a different experience. Maybe. Yeah. So like you can't base somebody else's troubles or, or, or flaws or, or, or fuck ups in their life based off what, what's in front of you in that sense, right? You could use it as guidance, yeah. right? But not to a fault, you know? Like No, I 100% agree with that. But I'm saying rather than you going in with nothing, mm -hmm. being able to have somebody else's experiences and being able to navigate using the mistakes that they've made, mm -hmm. you're not starting from ground zero. Now you're starting from like another level, yeah, you know? I feel like the situation that Mukhtar just said, mm -hmm. like having my sister or my brother's like first-hand experience mm. i'm able to take that understand it and kind of take away stuff to use in my own personal life you should also be ready to face the same turmoil yeah. even though you have context yeah. of the situation of course, that happened so. right yeah so like in that sense that's just life man. that's just how it goes you know like you're gonna be faced with experiences that other people have had that you probably know of but it may be 100 percent different for you that's uh, that's fair but what i'm saying is have something than nothing you know what i mean that's true i, I get what you're saying but to can I, I like my question would be would you have would you condemn somebody for not having that knowledge and then make, making a real bad decision or mistake in their life no if if you have no resources around you to support you mm -hmm. i understand the trial and like the trial and error mm -hmm. doing it until you get it right mm -hmm. but going back to that basketball reference like for somebody who doesn't understand basketball there if there is if you're new to the game mm -hmm. and you have these two people who are considered to be highly intelligent in the sport mm -hmm. and you come on the basketball field the basketball court and you just look like you don't know like from your arm from your leg mm -hmm. it, whose fault is it at that point if you don't reach out to these people and try to understand their knowledge rather than you going through your own ego and thinking you don't need it but how do we even know he's not doing that well, if he's not, he's doing a terrible job. Yeah, he is <laughs> what are you terrible. talking about? He's a young player, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like you're looking at him a certain way, but how many players have been in, through that Warriors organization? That Jordan Bell. There's a lot of guys that had a high talent that didn't last. Mm -hmm. That's James fair. Wiseman. No, but Jordan Poole has, I, in my opinion, he's been a while since they had somebody who who was young who had great talent. Is, yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, and they I paid think, him. They paid him. So yeah, they, they paid they him money. So they, they believe in him too, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I think Andrew Wiggins is an example of somebody who came from an organization that was not good, and now he's in the system and he's learning from the greats around him. But he's being just, called a bust. Just yeah. look at just it's, look at just look at the comparison though. Like Andrew Wiggins had time 
to be on the Minnesota Timberwolves to actually suck and take in all the criticism yeah. and then came to the Warriors and had a fresh start. Okay. We need to give that same like opportunity to Jordan Poole. He's just been his fourth season. But he, going back to the point I made, there's a difference between trial and error and learning from your own mistakes or learning from the people around you who've already had those mistakes. And not only that, but I think a, a big factor with him, and I, and I don't want to spend too much time on basketball because there's other, there's, there's other points too, but he already won a championship. You know, fair. so he's been at the top of the mountain already, you know, so he's like carry to the top of the mountain. Fair enough. That's true. But like he's he's tasted the championship. Already, yeah, he's you know? So in my theory going into this season and uh, which probably, in my opinion, led to the Draymond Green punch mm -hmm. was that he is feeling himself a little bit too much, fair. you know, yeah. and his ego got in his way. Yeah. And it led to this season turning out the way it did. Right. Yeah. But the reason why I say he, he deserves a second chance is because he's so young that he hasn't gotten to the point where he can be considered a bust or there's no time left. It's not he, a bust. Yeah, that's it's not a saying. bust. I'm saying he, they, they deserve to keep him and give him a shot because yeah. they paid him. He deserves he a second chance. He 100% deserves But what I'm saying is I think in this offseason, he should spend more focus on something that's not on the basketball court. I think it should be a check. This should be like a check-in. Like he should talk, like have a conversation with himself and the people around him mm. to understand that he needs to go through some type of a development to understand mm -hmm. why the pieces are not working for him on the basketball court. Because he has everything he needs to succeed. However, he doesn't have this up here. Let know? me ask you this. Let me IQ? make it a... Pardon? IQ? Yeah, he doesn't yeah, have definitely, that. Yeah, definitely needs to work on his IQ. 100%. needs to get in the gym with someone like... And he's skinny too. Tyrese <laughs> Halliburton. You know, he needs to get in the gym with somebody who plays IQ first. Yeah. And then that will change his game. But let me ask you this. I want to make it a little bit more personal. Go ahead. Let's say you had someone in your past who was like a bully or some kind of irritant to you. I had a lot of those. I know you did. You have a list. <laughs> you have a long list and I know about it. I'm like, I'm like Ari, I don't know, you, you guys don't understand Game of Thrones, but I'm like Arya Stark. Anybody who ever said anything to her, Put on the she list. wrote it down Put on, on the, the list, list and she killed them one by one, one by one. one. That's, this guy has the hit list. I know. I know. But keep going. But now that, okay, so let's say this happened to you at a younger age. When you run into these people, and if it has happened, I want to know your experience. When you run into these people as an adult now, yeah. do you give them a fair shake? 100%. Or do you look at what they've done to you in the past? Mm -hmm. Does that still hold any merit in your life? No. Like, I, I like to believe that the people who we were as younger mm -hmm. was as a result of, like, the environment around us, social pressure, being this person... So whenever I am kind of, I encounter people who I didn't really like when I was younger, mm -hmm. I, it's like water under the bridge, you know? Is like, your guard all the way down? Pardon? Is your guard all the way down? No, like for, I always have guards up regardless of strangers, yeah. you know? But like, I mean, like, do you have some kind of extra guard knowing that this person was not really, kind of an not asshole? Not really. I, I really? give them, I give them like that fresh plate. Like I, really? like you, like you did me no wrong. Really? I'm not somebody who holds on to grudges on like somebody. Mm -hmm. But you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> who's somebody? You know, I'm not saying it, but you know, I like them. <laughs> but like, I I love to for, uh, forgiving is so important to me. Hundred percent. I would agree. Like, if I want my creator to forgive me for the sins that I make, mm -hmm. I want to at least be able to embody that somewhat. You know, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, I I'm all about forgiveness. Like, but don't, something I'm not I'm not gonna forget though mm -hmm. is like 
how you did me wrong. That's like, I'll be a little bit more cautious, but I'm, I'm talking about when it's like when we're huge and when you don't really understand right from wrong. Mm-hmm. Water under the bridge, bro. I'm not forgetting that shot. Because you don't, you don't forgive, bro. <laughs> like, he, there's stuff from when we were like, what was her name? Arya Stark? Yeah. He's Arya Stark. He is. Yeah, Arya Stark. Sure. But oh, the reason why I bring this up and it's so interesting is because, like, I, I kind of disagree a little bit. I know what you're saying, yeah. right? Everybody deserves that, you know, fresh start. Mm-hmm. But when, especially, and this has happened to me in my life, I'm like, when I run into somebody I used to have problems with, I give them that fair shake, yeah. right? Surface level, I'm assuming, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm talking to these people, I'm assuming they're viewing me in the sense that I'm friendly, I'm open, I'm willing to understand them, and I want to be engaging with them. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm waiting for them to fuck up again. I'm just waiting. For, that's where that extra layer yeah. of guard comes in for me. Because I'm like, I have past trauma with you. I don't want to relive any trauma. So let me give you the fair shake until you break the line, you know, or you cross fair. the line. Yeah. So I always keep in my, I keep it in the back of my head. If I ever had an issue with this person and we were on good terms, yeah. I'm always thinking to myself, just don't forget that one time they did this, mm-hmm. this, and this, and this. They have this in them. Yeah. So wait for it. If it comes out, you'll be ready. Okay, you know, that's, that's kind of how I see the world. It. Yeah, no, I I, to- I totally agree with that. But another another angle to that is like when we're younger, bro, we just don't know how to manage relationships. Like yeah. I, and I'm not giving bullies an out by all yeah. means, but yeah. like we don't know what's going on with their at home situation. We don't know what it's going on with their friendships. We yeah. don't know what type of stress they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you are the outlet that they need, but maybe you are that comfort. You know, and I'm not not justifying it by any sort, but mm-hmm. I like to give people the benefit of the doubt that they didn't mean it like that. And mm-hmm. whenever we do see each other, especially we're at the age right now where the people who did us wrong like that, it's been like 10 years or so. Right. Mm-hmm. So they had a lot of time for self-growth and they had a lot of time to understand each other. And typically, bro, on like a like a couple of weeks ago, I saw somebody who wasn't so nice to me when I was younger. Really? And they they're oh, on the list a lot. Yeah, they're on the list. Hey. Number thirteen. They made us <laughs> <Number> guys. <laughs> but like they they only had open arms for me. Like mm-hmm. we, we gave each other a hug. We're like, how you been? Normal, awesome conversation for somebody who you haven't talked to in a while, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I like to give people that benefit of doubt, but to counteract that, mm-hmm. I when we're when we're older, like around this situation and someone does me wrong, I come at it from a different perspective. Okay. Like, I think we're at that age right now where we understand ourselves a little better. So that, like, the actions that you take are more in line with who you actually are. 100%. You know? Mm-hmm. So if you snake me as of this age, you're at, you're at the front of the list. You're just a snake. Yeah, you're just a snake. Like, you, yeah. you, you've had the time to realize who you are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. I understand. Can I, can I ask another question, though? Yeah. Um, which one's harder to give a second chance to? dating and relationships or a friendship betrayal oh friendship Which one would you be willing to bounce back easier friendship is easier i think friendship i disagree with him no can I, let me tell you why friendship is easier because not to say like your relationship is less like more important mm-hmm. but managing a friendship is a little more easy than managing a relationship yeah you know? 100%. If so, like one is you give that person everything you have and the other is, you know, like not saying friendship is not important, but it's like it's less of a commitment, you know? Fair enough. And the point I'm making is it's just easier to manage a relationship with a friendship than a relationship because I'm less committed to a friendship than I am in a relationship. Like for a relationship, I feel like I give 100% mm-hmm. always. I also think, though, it depends on how you broke off the relationship or what the friendship, what right? 
because like yeah you're right like you are in a deeper connection with somebody you're like involved in yeah right but that being said the reason why i think you can like rekindle a relationship or like give second chance to yeah. a relationship is because you already have that Foundation. established connection yeah. you know so if it wasn't anything really major mm-hmm. that was like a disturbance to that then a lot of people that's why a lot of people get back with their exes you know because they they, they miss the peace that they had together you know and and sometimes that can work that could be a long-term thing moving forward i've, I've seen that's marriages com- that yeah, are broken up several times you know like it's possible but i i disagree with that i feel like a, a lot of the reason why people go back to their exes is for comfort that's it's true. like they're they're scared to try a new. Well, this is this is being well, this is being in mind that there isn't any actual like sure, traumatic sure, sure, thing sure. that broke yeah, them yeah. up. Of course, of course. You know, so I think that since there's already that deep rooted connection established, yeah, it's because like I, I see this often, bro. Like people who dated who left on like mutual terms, they stay in friendships for a long time. It seems yeah. you know it's because they have that connection, they have that deep understanding, and it's hard to find that in a person right so i think that that's where the the rekindling and stuff that's why it's so fucking not like it happens so often you know i i think at least you know that happened to me i'm not not about that shit can i can i put something on it though yep let's let's say it's the same betrayal let's say they it can't be the same though in my opinion no but let's say they cheated she cheated on you with him with the friend not with me. Oh, they're, they're cut. No, not with they're you. Cut. They're uh, both cut. The camera can't see me. Point. Okay. We're never but, do that. <laughs> no, but let's say which one would you be easier to forgive if they not not slept with each other or anything like that? Yeah. Let's say they kissed. What, like my my Your significant friend? other and my friend? Yeah. yeah. They're both getting cut off. Yeah, but who are you more upset at? Who would be more inclined to forgive? But yeah, that's the question. I don't know. I feel like it would be like an. E- I t- to be honest, bro, I think I would be super upset. I think that's the only situation. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like the friend betrayal is worse worse than the the girlfriend betrayal. You think so? You but if, think the if, if, it was, if it was anybody else that isn't my friend, hundred percent, it's you, always the girlfriend. You don't think the girlfriend's worse in that situation? No, only that's the only time where I think the cheating is more on the friends end. Because I like, disagree. For heavily. example, okay, let, let me finish. For example, if my my girl was to sleep with anybody, mm-hmm. I would like I would feel more like hurt by her because yeah. i expect dudes to want to sleep with anything that walks you know what i mean fair but you're still, but, but you're when still, it comes you still have to be okay with that as, as the girl like you still have to make the decision i'm gonna cheat on you yeah no that's 100 percent. that's why i'm but the dude doesn't know me for him it's more along the lines of like oh she's she's, she's a girl i'm this let's get it on right okay. but if it's like my my girl and her and my friend mm-hmm. The, the my like supposedly probably like I knew my friend longer right yeah so he he knows the emotions and the commitment and everything that I put into this relationship and he still took the extra mile to cheat on her on, on, what if he has feelings for her? bro find somebody else there's eight billion people bro you're gonna be mad hundred <laughs> percent if your friend think, came to you and said yo I fucked up I'm so sorry I have feelings for your girlfriend how would you take that conversation I think that would be such an awkward conversation how would you handle that. It's fuck you for life. Get out of my face, you bitch. Or is it like, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. But that it's different. That's that's a different situation than if he actually went through and did it behind my back. Yeah, but let's say like it, it's out in the open now. Yeah. You're having the conversation. Is it still fuck Long story story, he would have to drop it. Like, yeah, no, 100%. Let's, yeah. Say, let's say that's all been addressed already, right? Mm-hmm. The conversation is now, yo, I kissed your girlfriend. 
but I really, really, really am in love. You're with cut. You're, you're cut. She's cut. I don't want to hear from either but of you. Is the reaction, fuck you, get out of my face? That's exactly what it is. Or is it, let's have a conversation? That's about not. It. At that point, you don't want to get to the bottom of why your friend is in love with your girlfriend? No. I don't need to know why you, you like my girl if, if at that point you've already done it. Like, so you've already. Go ahead. If. Okay, you're saying that both relationships are severed. Severed, yeah. So if they got together after they severed, you severed the relationship. Has nothing to do with me at that point. Okay. Has nothing. Like, do you? I, I'm I'm out of the situation. You're both toxic as hell. You deserve you each crying other. You're crying. You're better life. 100. But you know, I'll get over eventually. Listen but into Marvin's <laughs> room. Let's go, man. I'll be in. I'll be in an episode. But yo, at the end of the day, you guys deserve each other. And karma's coming your way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Or if karma's not coming, I'm coming, bro. <laughs> Come with a shotgun, a lie. <laughs> okay. Don't Holy. Don't Yo, no, that, I mean, in that situation that right there, I would be mad as hell, but I would want to, I need answers. Answers of what? I need answers. I need to know how this happened, why this happened. Like, I need all that context or else I won't be able to sleep at night. So, who are you more willing to forgive then? Probably the girl. Wow. Because I just don't see... I can't see, like you said right now, like I can't see the guy or my Ooh. friend coming up to me and saying, yo, this and this, like, like it's Bro, cut off him. They are both. If I had to choose, I mean, I'm obviously on his side. Choose, if yeah. I'm on his side, I'm obviously on his side. They're both getting cut off. Like, I have self-esteem, you know, yeah. but in the case of if I had to choose, it's more inclined to, yeah, to, to yeah probably the girl because I don't think, I don't even think I would ever forgive either. Obviously that's, I agree with you, but yeah, he's but asking me if I had to. In the scenario. If had yeah, to. If I had to. In the to. scenario. I don't know. I'll probably agree with him if I had to, mm. but the chances are I wouldn't. But if I had to, if there was like a gun in my head like this, you have to freaking one of them. But I highly doubt I would. Though. Yeah, I'm not saying you would, but in hypothetical, if you're faced with one of them, you have to forgive one of them. It'd most likely be the girl in my situation. Okay, let's take the emotion out of it then. For Let's say it's business. Mm-hmm. Would And your friend accidentally snaked you. Would you give that second chance? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I would need, I would. That's yeah. the thing. Like, I, I would, would need to have a conversation. We need to have a conversation as soon as possible, and you need to answer some really critical questions. Yeah. You know, and even then, still, the friendship is probably still never going to be the same. Fair, yeah. But there's still there's room for a second chance there. Because uh, yeah. money comes in, money comes and goes. Man. That can't be the catalyst to ruin a friendship. You know. Mm. I agree, and to to add to that, I just think our business relationship will never be recovered. Yeah. Yeah. But you and I can possibly still recover some form of a friendship that we've had. Because yeah. if, if, I, if, I, if I got into a business friendship, like relationship with you, that means I trusted you, you know? So not only I, that, but if that happened, not only have you now not become a friend, you're competition to me. Yeah. So I'm going to try my best to eat more than you. 100%. You know? Yeah. No offense. I'll destroy you. Who say no offense to? I'm saying all the competition out there. I'm sorry if I step on your neck. <laughs> I'm looking at the camera. I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at I'm looking at, I'm looking at you, bro. <laughs> what was her name? Arya. Arya Stark. Yeah, that's strike two for you. <laughs> you can... he's, he's putting you on the list, man. <laughs> putting me on the list, man. <laughs> that's strike two. Don't kill me. That's funny. No, but in 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 all essence of this conversation, no second chances are needed, fam. Like we're humans at the end of the day. You know, like we're gonna fuck mm. up. We're gonna make mistakes. It's in your best interest to at least visit the idea of giving a second chance because or else you're just going to be uh, a person who just holds grudges and just has hate for everybody in the world and that's not a that's not a way to live i i agree with you 
you know? And just to round off the conversation, I to- wholeheartedly agree with second chances, but I don't agree with third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. Mm. I think if you messed up after a second chance, at that point, you and you want me to forgive you, at that point, you're just pulling on the emotional strings and trying to manipulate me into thinking that you can do better, you know? I think if somebody messed up twice with you, at that point, they don't respect you. Yeah. And if they don't respect you, you can't have a foundation of a friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, at that, you're just, at that, at that point, you, you, they don't see you on the same level. They know they can walk over you whenever and come back at, at their free will, right? Yep. So second chance is the, just everything. If you, if you F up one more time, I hope you're the best elsewhere. I'm not somebody who's going to be ever praying for your downfall, but I don't want you in my circle or my life or any any form of beside me you know so basically fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame, shame on, me. on you yeah basically exactly just like my boy j cole said j cole said that? fool me one time shame, shame on, on you fool me twice can't put the blame on you fool me three times fuck the peace shine load the chopper let it rain on you ah. and with that being said this is another episode <laughs> of the coffee break podcast guys i hope you enjoyed what you like i hope you come back for more I'm your host, Slim. These are my brothers. Jama. Mozart. And we'll see you next week.